this is Tracy. And this is Steven. And this is Just the Two of Us Podcast. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. So today's topic is going to be about social media and how much we love slash hate it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a weird dichotomy going on with, uh, with social media. We have that love-hate relationship, at least for me. I can, I can say I definitely have a love-hate relationship with it. But today we're going to talk mostly about why we hate it. <laughs> with some, a few reasons why we love it. But mostly we're going to talk about some of the reasons why we hate it. Well, uh, well, uh, the pitfalls. Strongly dislike it. Like, yeah, like there's pros and cons <laughs> to social media generally, uh-huh. and, and we're gonna talk about some of the cons of social media. And I'm sure you know everyone else can can relate to some, most, or even all of of these particular issues that you know we have with, with social media and how you know things have changed as far as, as far as how people interact with each other and, and ways of decorum and things like that have have definitely shifted with the advent of. Facebook and Twitter and things like that within the past 10 years. Indeed, indeed. So, you know, while social media is a great tool, it's a great way to share thoughts and ideas and to uh, inform people about what's going on, um, not only in the uh, in our country, but across the world. Um, I think some people, a lot of people, uh, some people have uh, taken social media a little bit too far. And, you know, I think I don't know what to do. We need to um, rein some of these people in. <laughs> right. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about a few things, and uh, if you've experienced this, I'm I'm sure you appreciate it, and and, and there's a, I'm sure there's quite a few you have done it yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're guilty of it as well. We're, we're all guilty here. We're we're all guilty of doing some of these things at some point. So you know, let's just start off with like the the first thing that. You know, first on our list of, 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 I guess, cons or negatives about drawbacks. Drawbacks, cons, negatives, or our biggest pet peeves. Right, pet peeves, social media. Um, I would say number one, well, it's not not particularly like a top ten list, but first on our list is bragging slash stunting. And for those of you who don't aren't, aren't familiar with the term stunting, um, <laughs> I guess you could say it's a synonym for bragging. It's some, it's someone. It's who, more slang. Yeah, it's more <laughs> slang. You know, you guys could go to uh, UrbanDictionary.com <laughs> for those of you who are you know have no idea what slang it means. Slang challenged. <laughs> right, slang challenged, uh, slang deficient. So anyway, just people who you know stunting is like going out and just being bragging about things and talking about. You know, it, it's 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 just I don't know. I, I guess it's just talking about great things. You know, talking about oh the car that I got or the you know the rocks that I got. You know, <laughs> what are you, just, yeah. <laughs> despite all that, you still Jenny from the block. You know? <laughs> just you know, like oh I, I just got this new car. It's a you know it's a BMW three sixty. Here, take a look at it. Yeah. Yeah. You know that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, bragging is is a huge thing. I personally don't think I have too many uh, friends, followers, etc. That uh, brag too much. I think I think for the most part that's not like one of my big um, uh, concerns or pet peeves because I don't experience it that much with um, the group of friends that I have. Uh, certainly, you know there are moments when people do share. Things of that nature. Oh, I got you know bought a new house. Uh, oh, I just went to Belize for three weeks and I stayed in a beachside cabana. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's that's great. So most of us can't even go to Bahama Breeze. So oh. I'm just saying. <laughs> but no, yeah, I think yeah. it's it's it doesn't happen more with your friends. I think because of the nature of social media, where we are able to interact with people that are beyond our immediate social circle, mm-hmm. you right. got you get to start having people who are further removed from your close friends. Sure. 
circle. So right. I mean, there's a more of a degree of separation, and that's when I think you start getting into the the stunting and bragging when people who aren't really your close friends, but you know, you're tangentially related to them. They're you know more of an acquaintance, and and, mm-hmm. and that's those tend to be the people at least on my list that are mm-hmm. like really about that stunting life. I mean, <laughs> you know, <laughs> saying like all the you know I went here last week and I went there last week and. You know, they, they talk about all the beautiful places they've been, and which is, you know, good. I mean, it's just that there's just too much. You know, it's just right. oversharing all these things that you're doing right. when most people are just sitting at home just chilling, watching, you know, The Voice. Yeah, I mean, that's what it is. It comes down to people just doing too much. I think with all of these things that we will talk about, it it's not so much that people are doing them. It's that uh, some people out there are doing it constantly and so it's like overkill it's like okay we get it you just you know went to this awesome you know tropical place for vacation and you were on a boat and then like two months later you know you were in this other like awesome place and you were you know I don't know, zip lining through the jungle. And then, you know, maybe another week or two later, you're, you know, you're going to another place. So it's, it's just it's like this constant bragging and constant like sharing. Oh, look, look at me. It's, it's the look at me post. That's what I kind of call it. It's like, look at me, look at what I'm doing. Look at how fabulous and wonderful my life is. And that's great. Like we do want to see those types of posts on, you know, Facebook or Twitter. But it's like, if you're just doing it like nonstop, 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 it's kind of like, okay, are you, are you, you know, sharing these good things or are you, are you bragging about these things? Right. It's like hashtag humble brag. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's like, it's hard for, I think most people to be happy for, you know, friends or whatnot when they're just constantly saying like, I went here and oh my god, look at this awesome like hotel I'm staying in. It's like beachfront and it's like look at this tropical water and you know whatever the case may be. But yeah, it's hard to feel happy about that when someone is just sharing it like over. That's like all they do. Right. You know, it's like okay, we we get it. You got a pretty awesome life. And I, and and I do concede that some of this is built out of you know some degree of of jealousy on our part of like oh man you know I wish I can go on you know a fabulous vacation and and you know and really we could yeah I mean there I mean <laughs> we there, all if we did if we made the time right and yeah. there there is some some jealousy built in there but like you said it's pretty much you know the doing it so much often over and over and over again it's like yo you know you need to chill on that like i don't need you talking about Mm -hmm. this stuff all the time like i don't need you saying oh you went to the top of the you know the eiffel tower and then now this week you know you're going to visit the uh, the pyramids in Egypt, and then, <laughs> right. oh, you just had to sit down with Bill Gates, and, you know, you talked about something, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't want to hear all that stuff. You, you you do it too much. You're yeah. doing too much, and you do it too much. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't know, it doesn't seem, it doesn't even seem real, you know, realistic when someone shares that amount of uh, good fortune. It almost seems like, wow, like, is this, is this real? And then again, like I said, it, it becomes, to me, it becomes... Um. Uh, just I don't know. It just becomes weird when someone is sharing that sort of stuff all the time. So that's bragging, right? Me. Yeah, that's so. That's I mean, but uh, so I mean, what what can we do? I mean, we wanna we wanna keep this a, a po- well, positive go, episode. Well, well, we're gonna do positive at the end. Let's go through our our because we do have a list here. So okay, let's well, go through it. Well, let's just, just kinda, let's just ring just up through it. Well, let's yeah. just roll through this <laughs> list because we got a lot of stuff to go through. You know what I'm saying? So all right then. Next on my list is people mm. who complain mm. all the time. Oh, these are the now. This is something I have some experience with because I'm I'm naturally a complainer. Like <laughs> I I get it from my mama. You know and like. You know, she's she's the queen of complaining, and it's been ingrained in me, passed down to me, and I've been indoctrinated with the with the skill and the philosophy of complaining. <laughs> that being said, I do try to curb that complaining when I'm online. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, but in a sense, you know, my complaining is really much kind of limited to I'm complaining about. You know, a TV show that I don't like, yeah. or you know, I'm, I'm talking about movies or something I read in an article. So it's pretty much like complaining about that stuff. I I'm really concerned with other people who complain 
about their own life. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. all the, the time. time. Like, is, yeah, yeah. every time you look up, they're complaining about something that's mm-hmm. going on in their it's lives. Like, I just want to tell those people, hey, guess what? You're alive. Like, be happy that you woke up this morning uh, and you were able to breathe in this wonderful, you know, air that God gave you. Like, that's what I want to say. I want to say, like, look, it, you know, yeah, you know, life isn't always great. Life isn't always, you know, roses and rainbows, but hey, guess what? Right. You're alive, you know? Yeah, and I know, I mean, all of us, you know, each of us has walked, you know, our own paths. We all have our own experiences and good fortune, misfortune has occurred to us. So it's like, I don't want to, you know, sit up here and, and, you know, criticize or, you know, talk about someone else's life and their misfortune. A lot of people have a lot of tough stuff going on in their lives. I mean, mm-hmm. I can understand you have, you know, people you're close to have, you know, are, have died or you're afflicted mm-hmm. with, you know, some health issues and or money problems and things like that. It's just that, you know, and I'm not talking about those people. I'm just talking about people who just generally just seem to always complain about them, mm-hmm. like every little detail. And it's like, you know what? If you've got a roof over your head, if you got like clothes in your back, mm-hmm. And yeah, food in your food, belly. Food in your belly, and I know things may not be that great, mm-hmm. um, but you know you don't need to complain about it online all the time. Right. You know, exactly. like once in a while, it's cool because we all need to vent. You know, and I've I've done it myself on occasion. I vented about things that sure were we bothering all need to me. Vent. Yeah. Every, but every you just can't get up there on Facebook and every day complain about something. Exactly. You just can't do it. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure, uh, you know, most of you out there know that I'm unemployed currently. And, uh, you know, it's been, ooh, has it been three? It's been three years. I know. And that's been a long time. And, you know, I've written on my blog about being unemployed. But, you know, other than that, I mean, I mean, could you imagine if I posted every single day? About not being fine at yeah. job, I'd be. A, I mean, people would probably think I'd be a, a pretty, pretty miserable, pretty miserable person, and wouldn't probably follow me any longer on yeah. Facebook. Your friends are gonna start muting you. Stop notifications. Yes. They'll be hitting that button Stop for you. The notification, exactly. So, I mean, I'm just saying, like, you know, we all go through, you know, moments, and I've certainly, you know, talked about my own issues, but you know, I, I, I try not to share stuff like that you know often because it it can i mean if i did that i mean i think that would make me even more kind of depressed and more you know not that not that i'm depressed but i think it would it would affect me um because me personally and i'll talk about this again later i try to go through my social media and and maybe this is the writer in me i like to go back and reread a lot of things that i write and so I often go back through my Facebook posts and not Twitter so much, but Facebook, I do kind of look at my wall and see like what I've been writing. And yeah, I think if I were the type to like complain all the time about my, mm-hmm. you know, unfortunate, you know, job situation, I, I think I'd be so miserable just reading like all that kind of stuff. So yeah, that's, that's, you know, me, but yeah, complaining, complaining is the biggest pet peeve for me on social media. Like I think. I think that's like my biggest thing when people do, and I, and you know, I have to say, I will turn people off in a second. I will yeah, <laughs> uncheck notifications right. in a second because I just can't. I try to stay as positive as possible, and I want to see positive things. So I, that's my big thing. I will uncheck, I will unfollow you in a second because if you're just constantly just complaining, right? That's no, that's a no. That's no, a no. That's, that's that's a turn. It's off like for the you. whole. It's like the Debbie Downer thing. Mm. Like we don't. Yeah, you don't want to be the Debbie Downer. Like nobody wants to be that. And nobody wants to hear that. Like all the time. And I'm talking about all the time is like all the time. Like every <laughs> really all the time is all the time. No, I want to get it up. Like if you do this like once a month, that's not all the time. I'm talking about people who post things like every, every day. day. It's like womp womp. Like every day, it's something. Like horrible, like horribly downerish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you know, so, yeah. people just need to curb that behavior and uh, not do it as much. Yeah. You just check yourself. You you know, don't stop it, but just check yourself as far as how often you do it. Yeah. yeah like when you when you write, like when you start to write a negative, like 
post or status update. Think, think about it. Like, hmm, do I need to share this? I'm, is, this <laughs> is this my first negative post today or my fourth? Mm-hmm, you know, just mm-hmm, just give it some mm-hmm. thought before you actually end up, you know, pressing the the send button or whatever it is. Right. Let's let's talk about this one because I don't. Well, it doesn't flow into what we're gonna say, but I was right. I was just thinking like let's let's talk about this one. I think this is a big. Pet peeve with a people. A big pet yeah. peeve. Yeah. Yeah, well, um, the next thing we can talk about is yeah. TMI posts versus cryptic posts versus subtweets. Now, that's that was a mouthful, but essentially TMI is too much information. Mm-hmm. So, you know, posts and updates on Twitter and, and Facebook where you have given too much information about your own life as far as, you know, you're talking about, your baby daddy, uh, he won't give you money for <laughs> shoes for the baby, and you didn't, you know, and then your girlfriend you're fighting with, and then your mama won't get out of your, you know, won't, won't, you know, get out of your hair because, you know, you're living there and you're not paying rent, and, mm-hmm. you know, you want to wash the dishes last night. Like, that that kind of stuff is just too much information. It's just, it's just too, too much, much personal, intimate information that people don't need to know, and that yeah. happens quite a bit. On Facebook, on Facebook more than than Twitter, but yeah, a lot on Facebook. Definitely. Yeah, Facebook is is ripe for that. Um, yeah, or you know, talking about, um, I I've seen this on my feed. Uh, people who share, overshare as another wonderful word too. Um, overshare uh, details about their um, health issues. Oh boy! So just not sharing like, you know, I mean, just very intimate things that you would share with a doctor like that kind of detailed information i've seen that and i have had to mute people because i just feel very uncomfortable and very much like you shouldn't share that with everybody on your feed like that's for you and your doctor yeah it's like Like, it's like saying you know to you know writing out on facebook like yeah i went to the doctor and you know, he said this secretion is nothing to worry about. <laughs> yeah. He said it's perfectly normal for women of my age, and all I need to do is drink more milk and it'll clear up. Like, yeah. that kind of stuff. Like, no, we don't need to hear about that. Yeah, yeah. like saying you went to the doctor, you know, and I don't know. I, I doc, You know, I have to say, like, health-related health posts and doctor's posts, I just, maybe it's just me. I just think that that sort of stuff should be private. Um, even if you keep it, I guess, PG and, and very, uh, you know, minimal information. I, I just, I don't know. Like, it's just weird. Like now I've blogged about it because the way I feel about it, like if you want to hear about it, you can go to my page and write someone and write in yeah, people are, the whole thing. People are know? opting in to read, exactly. to read your medical exactly. posts that's about how, your personal situation. Yeah. That's how I roll with personal stuff because I blog and I've been blogging for a really long time and I do blog about personal things as, as many of you know, who've read my blog. So if you, um, if I want to share something with, um, everybody, I will just write it in a blog. Um, and that way you can choose to read about that and, and get in on the personal business (laughs) or not. Um, but yeah, as far as putting that all on my wall, um, yeah, like that's not, I don't know. It's it's just really uh, for me. I just think it's it's just too much information, even if it's not like you know specific details about your medical history. But right. yeah, I've seen that. Well, that seems like, like that's Ooh. that's more of a a woman problem. To oh me. no, it was a man. Well, I, that I, did it for no, me. Well, but. nobody that my friends list mm-hmm. that is a male has <laughs> ever posted any like medical type. Yeah. history issues and stuff like that. I think oh, it's more right. likely to occur with women. Yeah, I mean, I've seen I mean, it with, yeah. Women's bodies who's... change so much through, <laughs> no, I mean, they, they change as far as like, you know, physiologically through, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. aging and, and, and childbirth and sure. pregnancy and stuff like that. So there's so all, you see more of that. They see more of that. Right. With men, you know, are just men. I mean, yeah, <laughs> there's no, not no, much no. in the way of changes unless they're talking about stuff like ED or, you know, like my prostate is the size of a volleyball now and I need to go not get this taken care of. Not your prostate, but you're No, it kind of sounds like you were saying. No, not my, my prostate. My, my prostate is the size of... Stop! What? Calm down, okay. I, I don't know. I, actually, I don't even know what how big it is or how big it's supposed uh, to be. Okay, see, TMI. But this is, a, this is a podcast which people have chosen to download and listen to. So they opted, little, they opted in to hear about my prostate. Little did they know. 
You literally didn't know. Now you know. You're hearing about my prostate. But as far as I know, oh it's, it's, it's normal size. I, 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 I haven't I haven't heard anything otherwise. So. I did not approve this. I ain't going to assume it's a normal size prostate. I but, did not approve this message. But moving on, I mean, <laughs> in addition, I guess relatedly to like these TMI posts are kind of these... Kind of the opposite. Yeah, it's kind of a corollary will be mm-hmm. cryptic posts cryptic. where people are very cryptic and vague in their posts. <laughs> and, not, and, and I mean in, in a way that people, you know, they write a post about you know, something they're doing or something they're going through, and they offer absolutely positively no details. <laughs> oh, boy. And then everyone will reply, what's going on? What's going on? Hey, you, I just saw your post. What's going on? And then that person still wouldn't reply. Right. That happens so often. Oh, just had to go to the ER tonight. Right, and that's it. <laughs> And then, and then there's like 30 follow-up comments from everyone like, what's wrong? Oh, my God, are you okay? Is everything okay? What's oh wrong? God, what's I'm wrong? I'm praying for you. And that person never like responds or they'll respond to like one. Like hours later. Hours later to one of the comments in the big group mm-hmm. but still doesn't address like the main issue. You know, someone will say something about like, oh, what, you know, what time did you go? And the person will reply, well, I went at six. And then that's it. Like, wait a minute. What does it have to do with the main question at hand? I'm calling people out on this. If you do this all the time time now it's one thing if you do it like just to be like um you know every once in a while you want to like play around or whatever that's fine but there are people who who make it their business to write cryptic posts and i'm calling you out you're a big tease why are you teasing all your friends like this first of all like what's the point of even writing that you know what the point is you're just trying to get a rise out of people. Right, you're, you're trying to get attention. Like, yeah, it's different from, like, it's someone who, like, you know, a, a couple just found out that, the you know, the wife is pregnant and then, like, they're going to have a baby and they're kind of, like, you know, being cryptic and just in a little tease, like, oh, mm-hmm. something's going on in the house, you know? Something's you know. going to come around or, or, in December. Right, something like that. <laughs> but that's, to me, that's different. You know, that's kind of like, okay, you can kind of gather what they're talking about and it's pretty innocuous. Right. But when someone's posting something else that's really cryptic and you have no idea, like, what to make of it, that's that's really, really irritating. And yeah. sh- people should stop doing it. Yeah, I mean, especially the ones where I, I've seen people say, like, oh, had you know, like, I have seen the people who said, like, I had went to the ER tonight and then offered no other explanation. I think that, like, I'm going to be real. It's rude. Why would you do that? Like, if you don't want to explain what happened, just don't write on Facebook. Like, don't say anything just at all. Just don't. Like, if you want, I, I just don't understand. Like, I... I feel like if that happened to those people, like you would be equally upset that somebody is like withholding information, especially if you had to go to the doctor or ER or something. That means it's it, it could be serious. And like, why would you worry people? Like, I don't find that funny. I don't find that like, oh, this is a tease. Like, wonder what's happening. Like, I don't find that like positive. I no. find that really negative. Nah, so, it's not cute at all. Yeah, it's not cute at all. And just in general, people um, writing cryptic uh, messages just other other things like if that's what you do i i've probably already like unfollowed you because if <laughs> i mean if that's like your whole facebook world is writing random like you know cryptic messages i've unfollowed you because that is that's just lame <laughs> sorry pretty much Am I mean? <laughs> but no i just no. think that's it's just it's just lame. I mean, social media, you know, we were kind of saying it before, is, you know, a great place where we can share information and thoughts and ideas and stuff like that. And basically, people who write cryptic posts aren't sharing anything. That, yeah. They're not sharing anything. So why share it all? <laughs> why even force your fingers right. to write half information? Right. If you, that, have, nothing, just, if you have nothing to say, then don't say anything. And <laughs> that's just not cool. Sorry. Um, yeah. Moving on to the other part of this was the subtweets. So subtweets are, are short for subliminal. Subliminal. I can't even say that word. Subliminal. That sounds so weird. Sub subliminal. See? See now you got me. I had no problem saying it until you started butchering the word subliminal. There we go. Yes. Tweets. So these are tweets where people are kind of like the cryptic tweets, but they're obviously pointing these towards somebody right so they could be they could be cryptic yes. in, by their very nature but right. the whole purpose of it uh is 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 different and yeah, and and, right. and just to be clear subtweets can also apply to facebook as well even though you're not mm-hmm. tweeting on facebook you're making a, a subliminal you know post, facebook yeah. status update or, or post right 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 so these are um posts that you know are usually cryptic in nature but their purpose is to call out somebody or to um, 
basically basically talk about something that is bothering them and they don't want to say who or what has caused them to be bothered. It's like is the, that, it's, it's, good it's a classic like passive aggressive mm-hmm. thing. It's like you like know you super you write a tweet about somebody's like I can't believe like you came over here and asked to borrow money, but then when I tried to get a ride from you to the airport last week, you didn't even bother <laughs> offering me a ride. And then not, and then not like saying who they're talking to, or just say it. like, who are you talking to? Is the person you're talking to on Facebook or Twitter? <laughs> exactly. Are they seeing this right now? Because if they are, then I suggest that you t- call them up and tell them how you feel. Yeah. Or if they're not, then they don't see it, and you really should actually call them up and tell them how you feel because this does nothing for us. When you are, you know, making these subliminal posts about people and being just passive aggressive with it, it's like, man up, man. Like, yeah. come on, for crying out loud. I have a friend that does this, and I don't know if she'll listen to this podcast or not, but she knows who she is. <laughs> and I'm well, always, after this podcast, I, she ain't gonna listen anymore. Well, that's, hey, yo, nah, you know, I always, but I always um, will comment and say, who are you talking about? <laughs> That's my thing. I'm always like, who or what are you talking about? Um, because it's just, there are always messages like that. And, uh, you know, I see a lot of people do it. I'm just kind of like, What's the point of talking about it if you're not going to address it with the person? So that's my advice. If you're going to write a subliminal message to somebody, Twitter or Facebook, like think before you write that. Like, I guess you're trying to get it off your chest, but like... But at the same, like, why? What's the point? What, like, what's it doesn't, the purpose? Yeah, because yeah. it's Here, not helping you. Get you're a not journal. To the person. Get a diary. Exactly. If you want to do that, don't yeah. put it out there in the in the world, mm-hmm. out in the open. I mean, just imagine if, like, you know, Facebook were like real life, or Twitter was like real life. Right. If you're in a small circle of of people, like ten folks, and you're all together, and then you said something subliminally about another person, like in the group, <laughs> like, I can't believe that he wanted to come over and and you know fix my car for me because he knows I've been having trouble with cars and you know I can't go to work without a fixed car or something like that and a person is like standing next to you in the group <laughs> like you would look like a complete idiot if you said something like that yeah it would just be so random and extremely just passive aggressive so yeah um yeah. what should we talk about next well I have a question for you oh okay question time did you know now today is is, is March 25th yes yeah well, yes. March 25th mm-hmm. Did you know that Chinua Achebe died on March 23rd? Can you believe that? I mean, you have to know because I'm sure you saw the articles about it <laughs> everywhere. Yes. Two years ago. Two years ago? Yes. Wait, he died two years ago? Yes. But wait a minute, there were articles like all over Twitter and Facebook about it. It was old. Oh. Oh. <laughs> That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? Oh. Hmm. Oh, I I thought it was new news because people were posting it and reposting and reposting and retweeting. I mean, wow, who, you know, who else? Somebody retweet. No, it wasn't Susan Rice. It was somebody famous had had made a retweet or tweeted about it the other day as well. It was some woman. I forgot who it was, but it was someone of notoriety, Mm -hmm. a famous woman who... Retweeted and said something about R.I.P. Chinua Achebe, mm-hmm. not realizing that, that it was an old article and mm-hmm. Chinua Achebe had actually died in 2013. Mm-hmm. And and that's not to say like the whole point of that is I I I I know it's it's very difficult when it comes to, like people dying to mm-hmm. not post old stuff mm-hmm. because there are times where. I myself had forgotten that somebody had died, like mm-hmm. some celebrity had died, mm-hmm. and I would think to myself, like, wait a minute, is you know, is Barry White still alive? You know, like, because <laughs> we we know, you know, intellectually we know in our heads that no, you know, Barry White had died, but right. then sometimes you question yourself because like you kind of think, oh no, he did die, mm-hmm. and it, it happens to me. I, I I'm guilty of it as well. I'm just not guilty of like posting up news articles that are that are old, but right. I see it happen all the time. And you know, on mm-hmm. Bay, we're just talking about it because it's the most recent incident. But I've seen this stuff like happen b- before and stuff where it's not even people dying. It'll be like a news story about you know something that happened. Like you know, one of them was uh, John Boehner mm-hmm. and his daughter married some like black like Caribbean dude 
who looks all cracked out mm. or something like that. And anyway, it was an article that went around like a couple of months ago about like, look at this black dude that John Boehner's daughter married or something mm. like that. And then, but then that article itself was like two years old. Like he, she had married that guy oh, two years before, wow. but mm-hmm. for whatever reason, it started making the rounds again yeah. recently. And it's like, and I see them and I, and I look at these articles. I usually, you know, the first thing, not first thing, but probably one of the first couple of things I do is look at the date. Yeah. I, yeah. I always look at the date just so I can see like how long ago it was just for my own edification just so mm-hmm. I know like oh did this happen today this you know I haven't heard this mm-hmm. or I don't remember this happening and then I look at the date and I see something like four years old I'm like oh what well, this was four years ago why are people <laughs> posting about it like it's new right it's like the um what were we just talking about the Tommy Hilfiger thing oh yeah like yeah it's like the yeah. quip of like well no well is that not Tommy Hilfiger no that's no oh yeah that doesn't make sense. yeah that's <laughs> a different that was a different thing uh well it, that, that's a it'll different be another topic we talk about internet rumors Right. That people like to continue to spread with social media. It's like people keep bringing up various internet rumors. So that's a, that's another topic. Sorry, I was thinking of something else. But um, yeah, posting old news. Yeah, you do these days. You do have to check dates on stuff because people like to recycle stuff. And I noticed with Chen Chebe and other um, celebrities and and noted people that uh, have passed, I noticed that people like to honor them. On right. social media, so every you know the year, you know, like when Whitney and Michael died, you know, their anniversary of their death, people like to be like, oh, rest in peace. Oh, like you know, when like, Biggie died, baby, baby. Yeah, like huh. you know, anybody that has um, passed, it seems like people these days like to um, honor them and bring it up on social media. And sometimes, in the way that it happens, it people make it seem like it just happened. Right. <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of a, a that's that's a weird thing that happens. On social media. I just think it's just a matter of like people just forgetting stuff. I mean, yeah, true. People forget. I mean, I've forgotten stuff, and then like you know, read an article, and I you know, and read an article again that someone else reposted. And I'm like, wow, wait a minute, mm-hmm. did this already happen? Mm-hmm. It's, I think it's just we just it's just too information overload for us and as media or digital age of people yeah. like we just have so much information and so mm-hmm. much things i mean people probably read more news articles and things now than they've ever done right just because they're easily passed along yeah, via the internet so mm-hmm. it's like you read so much stuff and like you kind of forget other things that happen just because it's a matter of uh, you know you read so much stuff it, it, it doesn't have as lasting effect on you you know right. you kind of read it and you you retain that information for a short period and then now you're moving on to reading something else right right and then yeah. so if something else comes back around to you you forgot that you read, you read it in the first it. place right exactly true okay so we're gonna talk about oh so our next pet peeve this might be a bigger pet peeve for you than for me so you may want to address well, this. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, uh, it's not that big. A pe- I mean, actually, my biggest pet peeve was the whole stunting thing. Because I've actually oh, made okay. a post to complain about that before. <laughs> about wow, some, a two-in-one. <laughs> I actually complained about people stunning and and said something about, like, why does this person keep stunning? Yeah. Like, what is missing from this person's life that they feel as though they need to brag? But yeah. that's, that's neither here nor there. Actually... Uh, but hashtag activist. That's the thing that really bothers me. Mm-hmm. It's people who, you know, when it comes to Twitter, they, you know, they really go on a rampage with their hashtag activism. Right. And, you know, they, they, they there's a certain situation that might arise and someone's been aggrieved, a group's been aggrieved, or something's happened where, you know, a hashtag gets started related to that particular news story or event. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, you know, the hashtags are, are done for, for the power of good of, you know, like bring black, bring back our girls and, you know, right. the, the, the women and, and, and girls who were kidnapped by Boko Haram mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and things like that. And it brings uh, attention and awareness. awareness to particular issues. Sure. Or there's times that people do hashtags and make jokes about stuff like, right. You know, like with, um, for example, the Deadline article that just came out recently mm-hmm. that talked about, uh, you know, how there's too many ethnics on television or being cast in pilots for the upcoming television season and poor white actors are being left out of the mix because there's too many ethnics being cast. Mm-hmm. And a hashtag that was started in relation to that was hashtag Deadline Headlines, which people are just making jokes about. Uh, headlines that you know could have come from Deadline that right. were based on you know this um, 
based on this, uh, you know, assumption that deadline, you know, makes racist headlines and writes racist stories based on that. And that's something that's just for jokes and, and, and giggles, right. so that's fine. But the third category is, like, people who use these hashtags to go off and, like, they really, and I guess it's kind of related to another topic, but they, they really try hard to... Stuff, to, to, in my opinion, isn't that important in the grand scheme of things, issues or concerns, but they hit these hashtags so much where they are tweeting, 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 and tagging these hashtags uh, of whatever issue is concerned that it's really overkill. You right. know, it's, it could be like a perceived slight, like someone had a slip of the tongue and said something that was you know, out of line and regrettable and maybe offensive, and then hashtag activists would jump on it and just uh-huh. go, 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 yeah. go. And I'm like, okay, like, okay, that's enough. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's, it, it just gets to be too much. Right. Um, yeah, you see this particularly um, on, on Twitter uh, because it's just so easy to... It's so easy to do this, but also it's so hard to do it because you see uh, these activists, um, you know, you can take any major story that's happened, you know, for instance, like Black Lives Matter. And I mean, you can see people obviously spreading, uh, you know, information about uh, the situation. And yet, to me, it's just like you only get 140 characters, you know, and you'll see people post like these long, like tirades, like like tweet after tweet after tweet after tweet, and you know they may be going back and forth about somebody, um, you know, who clearly you know may disagree with them on something, but um, yeah, I mean the activism thing is is so it's like on the one hand I get like how it's it, it spreads, you know, awareness like we were talking about. And I think that's a good thing. But, um, you know, social media in general, on the on the other hand, social media in general, like, leads people to go down this road of, you know, you have these uh, people who just like to kind of bully people. And, you know, you get a lot of that on social media now because people are just sitting behind their computer. You know, no one knows who they are. And so they're they tough feel, typing. They're tough yeah, typing they feel the, free. behind the anonymity of their they, keyboard. They feel free to just talk and talk and go on and on. And I've seen um, there are certain people who are pretty, I guess you say, well known in the Twitterverse who do this. And it's 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 such a turnoff. Like I've I've seen like people like just go certain these certain people just go on tirades like tweet like there there are people I don't know if you know but if you've ever seen an account that has like literally 200,000 tweets like I have a lot of tweets I've got about almost 40,000 tweets I mean I tweet a lot but there are people who have at this point like 200,000 tweets like Like, that's an enormous amount of of 200,000 tweets times 140 characters mm-hmm. like that's well what is it that's like over you know and these people have been on twitter for probably as long as i have i think i've been on twitter since 2008 right so that's like so. over like 20 million characters right like you could have written like you know a 10 piece <laughs> volume you know novel with those characters right. like that's a lot of that's a lot of typing yeah, going on but i see these these accounts where people just will you know, who are into this whole activism thing and they're going off on various issues that are, you know, like one of the issues that happened um, not too long ago was the, uh, uh, what did they call it? The, the, the street harassment. Oh my gosh. Like that was crazy. And so I've seen a couple of counts of these people who just go, go in <laughs> on these topics and, you know, they're, you know, they're activists for these things. You know, they're trying to fight for the right of whatever. And it just going in, like, tweet after tweet after tweet. And I'm like, yo, like, me, coming from me, who does not have a place of work to go to every day, <laughs> I'm like, are you also sitting at home doing this? Because how would you even be able to write this much and just go on and on? But so, like, that that's... That's the thing about the activism. It's like, okay, I get that you like are passionate about this and you want to, you know, spread awareness and, and talk about this and but it, it just seems to be overkill, like you said. It just well, seems if, to be like what you know, what did these people do before Twitter? Well, I I, <laughs> I, I think that it, 
if you put that much energy in your hashtag activism on Twitter, then you're doing real activism. Maybe the world will change. Mm-hmm. And that is not not meant to be shade thrown shade at people. Uh, because I, I, I admittedly, I'm not going to sit up here and say that I'm some sort of activist. I don't like get out and hit the streets and you mm-hmm. know work on grassroots efforts for for social change and things like that. Right. So you know, uh, you know, to take that with the you know, take my uh, statement with a grain of salt based on that information. But I just think these people who are doing this, like are going in with the 200,000 tweets and they're talking about every single issue over and over and over and over again. I just think, well, mm-hmm. what are you doing in real life? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's all well and yeah. good that you're retweeting articles and, and maybe you're saying things here and there, but like, are you actually being active out off of Twitter? Right, right. right. You know, I mean, if, if you are, fine, and, and, and that's good. But if you're not, then you're just up here, you're just yelling at the moon. I mean, you're just <laughs> you're just out here just yelling willy-nilly about, you know, all the injustices in the world and not really doing anything about it. And, mm-hmm. and that's the thing about it. It's just like, you know, how can you spend so much time and so much effort tweeting over and over and over again, like hitting, mm-hmm. you know... Um, or just going back and forth with other people about your, you know, about the issue. Right, and like being just, a completely intolerant yeah. of other folks that have a different viewpoint of you. It's mm-hmm. like, it's one thing to have, you know, and Twitter's good for, you know, for discourse between parties and talk about different subjects, mm-hmm. and you can learn something and learn a new perspective. But it's another thing where it's like, basically, if anyone offers up um, a divergent viewpoint that mm-hmm. you just go on and on and you attack them mm-hmm. and you're saying things like they're not an ally and like you, you know, you're calling them all kinds of names just because they don't agree with that particular viewpoint. Mm-hmm. And that's crazy to me. And there's people who do that. It's like some people just, you know, they might agree with the vast majority of things that you say mm-hmm. on Twitter. That's probably why they even follow you in the first place. But right. there might be one particular issue that, you know, they don't care about or, or, or they may not have the same views as you on. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden they're the worst person in the world. And then you just hit them up just yelling at them and, and, you know, talking to them and talking mm-hmm. down to them and insulting them all on Twitter over and over and over again and then taking on newcomers like it's a personal affront to you that someone doesn't agree with your particular opinion. Right, and this kind of leads into our next topic of the whole um, mob slash hive mentality. And, and hive, we have to throw in because a particular celebrity has a very <laughs> large following if you know where I'm going with this, holla. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there just seems to be a huge uh, mob mentality, uh, particularly on social media, on Twitter, um, where you have these uh, celebrity followings. Uh, this is where you see it the most. Uh, mob mentality can definitely happen when you have these hashtag activists who go, you know, who go hardcore for their issues. You like, definitely see that. But then, like the mob mentality is like a tool or a uh, uh, is what hashtag activists participate in, I guess I would say. Like, they're kind of related in that yeah, sense. Yeah, everybody like, bangs up on Right, and hashtag activists somebody, have yeah. some kind of issue or concern, and they could be someone who just does it themselves, or they can join a mob and, mm-hmm. and implement this hive mentality in which they start, you know, as a collective, just start beating down, you know, a particular person or a particular issue or things right. like that. But where you really see it is now it's extended to uh, all these celebrity following. So, you know, we have the Beehive, we have the direction, the Beehive, sorry, Bee, Bay, whatever. <laughs> we have uh, the Directioners, uh, the Believers, we've got the Little Monsters. I mean, there are so many of these groups now that follow these celebrities and they're very similar to the the hashtag activists and such that if you say one drop of negativity about their favorite celebrity who doesn't know they exist. Right, exactly. Um, you will get slammed. The mob mentality is real in these social media streets. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's like dare you to say something less than you know, Beyonce being, like, a god amongst men and women <laughs> on Earth. Like, if you say anything less than that, the Bayhive will attack you. I mean, there would literally be hundreds and thousands of people who would just flood your... Mm-hmm. Um, uh, flood your, uh, your uh, Twitter handle uh, with their 
you know, with their expressing their discontent with whatever you said. Yeah. And it's it's kind of, it's really ridiculous and it's sad. It's I mean, like, yeah, I mean, mostly, you know, it's teenagers, it's younger, you know. It's people. not, though. It's You would think, you would think it's, we'll it's get, no, I do think it's, 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 teenagers. it's teenagers when we're talking about, like, One Direction people. One, sure, One Direction fan believer. base like, and believers. But when it comes to Beyonce, there are grown women out there who participate. There are grown black women who participate <laughs> in the Bay Hive. You've talked about 40-year-old women and 45-year-old women who are part of this Bayhive collective online who will go out there and attack people who talk about Beyonce. Well, when I usually look at those messages on Twitter, I mean, it does look like a lot of younger girls. There there, there are, and I I think that's a result of also, and to be fair, of, uh, you know, things like Twitter skewing is Twitter user base skewing a little bit younger mm-hmm. uh, as far as, you know, it'd be younger kids and teenagers who, who use Twitter. But yeah. still, there are plenty of older women who <laughs> participate in these things. I've seen these tweets. You okay. know, I, I've seen, you know, I follow different like Beyonce, Bayhai fights on Twitter and I've seen like the people behind these accounts. I'm like, wow, like really? Like you're a grown woman. Why are you doing this? That's a shame. But anyway, yes, this mom mentality is another uh, kind of con to social media because you know, once, once social media started to really take off and you know, with it, these groups of people who follow celebrities, you know, I, I realized that, you know, if you wanted to like one of these, you know, huge celebrities that have these followings, their followings would, their, these followers would make me feel like, I don't want to follow this celebrity, this person, because their fans, <laughs> these other fans are crazy. Like back in the day when Bieber was, um, you know, still fresh and new before he got severely tatted up and before he, <laughs> you know, just kind of went off the deep end, you know, when he was, still singing Baby, Baby, Baby or whatever that song was. You know, I was like, okay, well, Bieber got a little nice songs and he's got a little nice voice and all these things. But his fans just were, I mean, I felt like back then he was trending like every day. Like now, if you if you are uh, 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 somebody on Twitter all the time and you notice the trends, now it's One Direction. Now the Directioners, they tweet about them incessantly and they are always like in the top five like trending topics and I'm just like aren't you guys tired of talking about them every day but that's how they used to do uh Bieber and I just didn't understand like what are you what what is going on but you never you've never been obsessed with the group like you never like had Tiger Beat and was obsessed with like you know NKOTB and like I mean I just think it's a situation where it's this particular tool that allows these this fandom to occur Mm -hmm. more even more more easily and 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 more widely distributed I mean back then I mean there were kids who went crazy for the Jackson 5 and new kids on the block and and new edition things like that it's not but, new, but social media makes it... It makes it way too easy to get out there and then send it to, to a world. Like, mm-hmm. you know, unless you were in that world as a kid, like, you really didn't know, like, how crazy it was, you know, how crazy people went for Tiffany at the mall. Yeah, <laughs> you like, know? I mean, they used to... Yeah, it was crazy. But now, like, groups, yeah. were, like, these kids from around the world are tweeting over and over and over again, and they're having trending topics on stuff like, oh, my God, Lynn from One Direction, he just cut his hair. Oh, he looks so cute. <laughs> and that'll be, like, a trending topic. Like, the trending topic would be hashtag Tag Liam from One Direction now, cut his hair and he looks so cute. Now what is it? It's like Zane, we we love you or something because he Zane from One Direction is is too stressed out and he is taking a break from One Direction. <laughs> or maybe he's tired of the the, the mob that follows yeah, him around. Maybe he's I, like, damn, this is too much. These kids are crazy. I know, but it, this yeah, social media makes this whole mob mentality, this hive mentality, and ganging up on people who disagree with. You know, your favorite celebrity, it makes it just ugh, unbearable at times. But yeah. Yeah, and 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 funny thing about like, you know, topics like that when especially when you're talking about, you know, Bay Hive and Mob Mentality and hashtag activists and things that happen, funny thing is new or old media uh, that would be like newspapers and things like that have adjusted to this digital world where now they are writing articles. Mm-hmm that are based on, like, tweets and Facebook (laughs) posts. Like, there would be a situation where, like, you know, I'll use this example because I used it earlier tonight, is the the Deadline article 
where uh, Deadline was talking about, you know, too much ethnic casting and, and, and pilots for the upcoming television season. Mm-hmm. And Shonda Rhimes tweeted out something, uh, her discontent with it. She's like, you know, for real, this is crazy. You know, I can't believe you guys wrote this. Something to that effect. Right. And there are news outlets that have written articles based around her single tweet. Right. They're like, creating stories. They're creating stories from tweets. And that's just one example. But now this is news. They do. Like, they will create stories based on tweets. Like, basically, if there's a news event that ha- that's happened, they will take, like, they will write a one short paragraph on what the news event is mm-hmm. and then fill the rest of the article with, tweet. with tweets mm-hmm. from people on Twitter. Like, 20 different tweets. Of people commenting on it. And I'm like, this is what passes for news now? It's, this is what we're doing? It's terrible. Like, as a writer, I'm, I am often, you know, I'm not a journalist, but, you know, I write. And I'm just kind of like, this is what, you know, news is now? It's, it's, it's terrible. It's really terrible. But you see it all the time now. Like, you know, they just copy tweets. They copy Facebook posts. And, and they're like, see, this is what such and such said. Like, it's, right. it's like, really? Like, where's the writing on this? Where's the <laughs> where, craftsmanship of writing a story? Reporting? Where's the Right, like, where's the reporting and investigation? Yeah. Like, why are you just taking tweets and just turning that into an article? And, and they do it on the news, too, also. They like, do it on the yeah. news, yeah. They put it on the television news, mm-hmm. like 11 o'clock news, and just put a tweet on the screen. Like, <laughs> this is crazy. Okay, that's the news? Like, what are you paying people for if that's what you're doing? Because I can do that. Like, I could just, you know, sit up here and... Grab a tweet and put it on television and say I'm a reporter. Yeah, that's it's awful. So yeah, it's, and it's funny that, that 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 that's happening now, and and that's mm-hmm. you know that's just the thing with media changing, social media changing, old media and changing the way we work and and our decorum and things like that. But mm-hmm. well, one more thing I wanted to talk about is, and you alluded to it before, is I one thing I really this is. This is my biggest pet peeve. It wasn't exactly bragging or stunting. This that's this is one and bragging or stunting is one A. <laughs> is people who put who write on Facebook, they post these articles from dubious sources, mind you, not legitimate news sources, about uh some crazy thing that they heard about or something like you know, Tommy Hilfiger said he doesn't want, he said on Oprah, he doesn't want black people buying his clothes. Those types of rumors. Right. Like, that's not true. It never happened. Mm-hmm. But people will write, they will write it. They will, mm-hmm. they will put, they will put a post up from some random, crazy, independent website. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what? This isn't exactly the New York Times you're mm-hmm. dealing with here. And you want to check your source before you post it. Mm-hmm. Or they'll post like crazy stuff like, you know, you know, just old stories and wives' tales mm-hmm. that's going on over the years. It's like there's a gang in town that's they're part of the initiation. They drive around with their lights, lights off on. and they flash <laughs> their lights at you. And yeah. if you flash back, they turn around and they kill you. Yeah. And if people are passing, no, that's not true. That hasn't happened. And whenever people mm-hmm. put up these like these crazy rumors or stories that they that they got from a dubious source on Facebook, it it hurts me to my core to see that. And I cringe. And then after I'm done, like, calming down and, and, and coming to a, a, a resting place, I go to Snopes.com. I pull up a Snopes debunker page, yeah. and I hit them with that link. Yeah. I do it all the time now. I, yeah. t- I tell people... This isn't true because mm-hmm. I'm tired of people just propagating this stuff and passing it around the internet. That's how it keeps going because yeah. you're sitting up there putting these stupid stories out there. It's like you have to think to yourself, is this true? Mm-hmm. Does it sound true? Right. What's the source on this? I mean, you're right. posting stuff from these random, crazy sources. When did this occur? And that's why I thought of the Tommy Hilfiger story when we were talking yeah. about old news because it was it's old. Yeah, that, like, that, that, was, been... that was that predated Ooh, that... <laughs> that predated Facebook and Twitter. I mean, that was like when we were like in high school. I remember yeah, saying like people saying years that. Ago. I'm like, really? That's not true. You think that he went on the number one daytime talk show hosted by a (laughs) A black black woman woman who was a billionaire, and he said he didn't want black people buying his clothes? Why would you think he would say that? That's so ridiculous. That is like, it just boggles my mind that people do stuff like that. There's no critical thinking at all. People just hit Mm -hmm. that share button like boom without even thinking about it. And there are times actually when I've seen a story that was kind of dubious or wasn't clear, and I did like prematurely share. Like I shared something, and then when I went back and I investigated a little bit further, like, oh, that's wrong, and I deleted it. Right, right. I've done that before. There's some people who who don't even bother doing that, that investigation to figure out, is this true or not? Mm-hmm. Like, you need to stop posting articles from, like, 
if it's, if it's not a legit news source, you know, I mean, I know yeah. there's a lot of debate on like, you know, whether, you know, what's legit is CNN legit anymore because they've been looking for jets for years now and they're not really doing real news reporting. But I mean, let's, we got to admit though, CNN is still a little bit more legit than like, uh, you know, I don't know, like an examiner Radar online or right, or, Weekly or, or examiner.com yeah, article, which exactly. is like, which is basically just sourced by freelance writers. So it's yeah. not like a real, mm-hmm. it's not a real website, you know, right. or people who post like onion articles, not realizing they're like satirical oh, yeah, I articles. That all the time. People like will post some onion articles and I, because I know where this person who, like, I know the person posting, I know that how their mind works and that's what they're thinking, but I will see people commenting on the articles like oh my god like and i was like oh i guess you like, didn't like people read. people cannot grasp the concept of satire i mean that's pretty much what it is like when those articles pop up it's like you do realize this is a joke this right. this is not real i right. mean and part of it is because it's not on a legit website and you've been and a lot of people at this point have been on the web long enough that you can identify what's, what's a what's yeah. a legit <laughs> website to, right. re, to refer to and what isn't a legit website yeah. you know but i was gonna say like going along with um websites or or reading things that are uh like not investigating various websites uh or web art like articles i see that all the time where people will post things and this is um this has been happening a little bit more frequently where people are posting various articles and they're not um they're not investigating like really like what's being said in the article or they don't even read the article. They'll just see the headline and they start commenting and they're outraged over it. And it's (laughs) like, did you read this article or did you go and find out exactly like what was said? Like you see this a lot with a lot of the, the crazy celebrities. Oh, this celebrity said this. And it's just like, no, go read it. You know, go read the article because it's not what you think. And uh, I see that a lot lately where people aren't really like doing due diligence. They're just taking an article or taking a headline and they're just running with it. Or on Twitter, you see this all the time where, you know, you'll see some sort of trending topic and it sounds crazy. And you see all these people tweeting like, oh, my God, I can't believe such and such said this. And it's like over and over again, people are outraged. And then, then you actually when you go and investigate it and actually read what it is they're, you know, outraged about, it's it's not even that big of a deal sometimes and sometimes it's not even like what is really going on Mm -hmm. that's trending so i see that a lot lately in the last like couple years i see a lot of people just um you know not reading (laughs) you know know reading is fundamental it is fundamental but um i think we've shared most or of all of our some of you might think we overshared but yeah these are are just a a a short list of a lot of things that you know bother us yeah and we're not exempt from them we do some of these things sometimes yeah so i mean you should think about we should think about you know what what can we do you know what suggestions can we offer people to Mm -hmm. help them you know not do these things as much and kind of be more of a better social media citizen right well when i um i think about this um for myself so i I mean mean, i'll share this but when it comes to sharing like good things that are going on um or even complaining so whether it's good or bad i always tell myself like is is what i'm going to share is it something i would share to all my friends is it is it something i would share in real life if i were face to face with people because what i've come to find out is that a lot of people just love to hop on facebook or twitter and just you know again like whether it's bragging like oh my god i got a new car and oh my god i'm going to hawaii next month and oh my god i'm doing this or whether they're complaining um you know oh my job sucks you know like i can't stand you know this person blah 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 it's like would you share would you brag or would you complain this much in real life if you were face to face with somebody or would you literally call somebody up every single day <laughs> and complain or share right. the good stuff like i think even with good stuff i don't think we share good stuff um that often with people like you might want to but i mean i don't think that actually happens in real life but for some reason on you know i guess social media just makes it so easy to just you know you you bring out your phone your ipad whatever and you just you know get to typing and start sharing all these things um so i always ask myself if you know am i am i going to share this in real like would i really share this face to face with people and would i really share it this often because every day you know there's all kinds of stuff that i would like to share 
But I always, you know, make sure it's not like something that I wouldn't share or something that I would share in real life with people. So that's one thing that I do right to check myself the other thing uh, i mentioned earlier is like i always kind of go back and this is just the 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 crazy writer in me i like to go back and reread um things that i write um whether it's my blog um whether it's tweets uh not tweets so much um but usually like facebook and my blogs i always kind of go back through and see what i've written and read what i write but with facebook i always kind of go back through my wall and see what i've posted just to make Sure, I'm not being annoying. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Like, I just don't want to be an annoying person. <laughs> I don't want to be sharing too many stupid things. Because I always find silly things on the internet. And I usually share them with you, my dear. Yes. Um, That things are funny and whatever. But I, my whole goal, I guess, like, I look at um, my Facebook <laughs> as a museum. And I know this is crazy, but this oh is what boy. I do. So you try but to curate it? I curate, yes. Maybe it's the anthropologist in me. But I like to curate. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? Um, I do. I like to curate, curate my wall. And so I like to have a nice collection of different things. And I know that's really silly and maybe I'm doing too much. But, I mean, I don't do it that often, I swear to God. I like probably look at my wall like once every few weeks or something like that just to see what I've been putting out there um, because I'm already conscious of what I put out there. So, yeah, I like to go through and look and see if I, you know, make sure I'm sharing fun things, make sure I'm sharing informative things, right, right. make sure I'm sharing some personal things, you know, because of course you guys want to know what we're eating for dinner. <laughs> and of course you want to see where we're going. But yeah, I like to make uh, my wall a mixture of things. So that's another way I think, why not? Check yourself. All right. Before well, you wreck yourself. Well, you're better than me. Cause, <laughs> and if anyone follows me on Twitter and Facebook, you know that I, I don't curate anything. Like, <laughs> I mean, if you follow me, you know I am going to be posting about sports. Uh-huh. I'm going to be live posting or tweeting about, you the know, Walking Dead. The Walking Dead, uh, whatever TV shows I'm mm-hmm. watching. Uh, I'll be the same thing with the sports teams. I'll be writing about the Pistons game or mm-hmm. the Tigers or the Lions or Michigan. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's me. You know? And mm-hmm. but you know I find that stuff to be fair, fairly innocuous. I mean I, that's yeah. you know I don't think that's too big a deal. It's just like tweeting no, it's stuff. Not, I mean, yeah. It's just you know that it, it doesn't fall into these other categories. And some people might find that irritating. But mm-hmm. that's the beauty of the way Facebook is set up as far as. You don't see all those updates. Not everyone sees them. Like mm-hmm. I, I can update. Uh, you know, put twelve different updates in in the span of an hour of, yeah, of and, a television and show. People will see like two, and, of them. and people will see two of them because <laughs> the algorithm that's set up for Facebook is, is set up in such a way that the people aren't going to see all of them unless they go to my page specifically. So, right, right. so uh, uh, Facebook kind of protects me in that that I'm not, even though I'm posting a whole bunch. Only a fraction of the people are going to see a fraction of those actual posts. Right. So. Yeah, that's true. That's definitely true. Yeah, because there's some, there's definitely things that uh, pop up on my feed, and I'm just like, where did this come from? And it's like, it's been up here for ten hours. Like, what the heck? So yeah, um, uh, yeah, I, I definitely understand that, and and yeah, and you don't and you don't worry about that because you know you know that people aren't going to see every single little thing that you right you post. So you know, and that's completely fine. And uh, most of your stuff does not fall into any of these categories that we've but I, but I, I but I have been guilty of doing each of these just a little, <laughs> just a little bit like <laughs> just a little bit I have I haven't done them all but I, I I've I've been guilty of yeah. participating in some some of these things so. yeah I mean I'm, I'm sure yeah I mean I can I complain but I don't I don't see like I don't feel like I'm a complainer I do vent here and there and I, but I usually try not to vent on Facebook proper. Like, I try to put it in a blog. I try to blog about it. Because most times, like, I want to write a significant amount <laughs> about things that I've been about. So I'm going to most likely blog about it. Right. So, again, you can opt in to hearing about my venting if you'd like or not. Um, but, yeah, what, what was something else I was going to say? Yeah, I just think that in general, like, uh, social media is fun. Social media is fun. And we should enjoy it. And, and you know, we're just saying these pet peeves, but, you know, put whatever you want out there. But I think that we should keep in mind that, you know, it's like, be yourself. Like, that's, that's what I think social media should be. And I feel like a lot of people are not themselves on social media. And maybe, and maybe that's what you want to, maybe you want to be somebody different on social media. I don't know. Um, I think that it, 
you do a disservice though to yourself to be somebody else, to be this person that just shares all these wonderful things or to be this person that complains about everything or to be somebody who's like, you know, I don't know, posting too many, uh, too much information type of posts. I, I, I don't know. I think in real life, like if we looked at ourselves, like we wouldn't, we probably wouldn't do all of these things. Right. Like at least on a, on a constant basis. Um, you know, social media, it just makes it so easy to do these things on a constant basis. But in real life, if we thought about it and we saw, you know, like we saw our, you know, we see our coworkers every day. We see, we see somebody every day in our lives and we know that we wouldn't like brag or complain or, you know, share old news <laughs> every day. It's like, hey, you know, go to the, go to the kitchen <laughs> next to the, the coffee machines. Like, hey, Tracy, have you heard that Isaac Hayes died? Oh, my goodness. I can't believe that he died. Did you know that? And then you're sitting there at the coffee machine like, uh, yeah, that was seven years ago. Right. You know? So it's like, you, you won't do it in yeah. real life. If, that's a good. That's a good rule of thumb. If you if you would never do it in real life, yeah, don't do it on the internet. I mean, that's, yeah, yeah, that's probably the best totally. thing to being authentic and being true to yourself and not being a general, you know, uh, a general jerk to the rest of the yeah, population. Yeah, it's especially just be when it comes to being a jerk, like being like somebody who's like going off on people online or commenting, you know, saying these rude things. Like, be yourself. Like, be yourself. And I think naturally your social media outlets will represent you well and be awesome. Right. So that's all I got to say. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's that's our list of things. And you know, for those of uh, those of you listening out there, for our personal friends that are on our Twitter and our Facebook, uh, if you if you think that we're talking about you. Uh, then we are no, just kidding. no, we're I'm not. <laughs> Don't assume kidding. that we're talking about you. Don't get in your feelings and think that. Don't get in your oh my goodness, he's talking about us. You know, I mean, he's talking about me. And oh my goodness, no, this isn't directed at anyone. No. in particular. So don't start it's thinking. It's directed that. at everyone. It's directed at everyone because literally, peep, everybody does some of this. Sometime we've already said like a million times we have done this too. So, you know, that's why we're sharing it because we're just like, dang, you know, this can get annoying. Yeah. So we, we want to point know. out that, yes, even we can be annoying. Yeah. I'm cer- I certainly know I can be annoying. <laughs> and I don't care. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, on that note, thanks, mm-hmm. for, uh, thanks for listening. I hope you take some of these uh, tips to heart and, and implement them in your daily social media lives. <laughs> yes. And, uh, you know, check us out. On the on social media, on, the, on social media, right. on Twitter and Facebook, and uh, I guess we'll see you soon. Bye, everyone. Bye.